0: Hey folks, I'm Tom without Vince. Welcome to Friday Night Beers, a show where one guy who knows too much about pop culture and not enough about beer tries a beer and explains it in a way that you may understand. But that you probably won't and it will only make sense to me. Either way, I hope you're entertained. God, I am way too proud of how synergistic that was. That's right, folks. I'm by myself today. I am not with my fantastic co-host Vince. I'm sure he is nervously in great anticipation for tonight's Michigan-Georgia game. And if you are listening to this on New Year's Eve, thank you for joining me on the very last day of the year. I hope you're healthy, which these days comes with a loaded context. And I hope you're doing something fun. And if you're not, well, I don't really care because New Year's Eve is... By far the most overrated holiday of the year. Yeah, I'm saying it. Anyways, let's get to the point. So uh, today we're going to be doing two things. One, we're going to be trying uh, a new beer. And we're going to be talking about the new Adam McKay Netflix original, Don't Look Up, which I watched last night. That's right, folks. I'm recording this on Christmas Day because I just love you that much. So let's talk about the beer. Okay, I uh, picked this up at the local store I'm in Florida right now. And it's a very straightforward beer. It comes from Fort Myers Brewing Co., in, you guessed it, Fort Myers, Florida. And it's called American Wheat. That's it. That's what the name is. And that's also exactly what it is. It's got a very short description citrusy, easy drinking glass of Florida sunshine. Hey. They said it. I'll tell you a little bit about Fort Myers Brewing. So This began uh, when Rob White and his wife, Jen Gratz White, were married in San Diego in the early 90s. Uh, They decided that they were sick of California, so they went back to Michigan, which is where Jen is from, and that's when Rob kind of rekindled his passion for brewing and beer making. And they started doing that in California and Michigan kind of simultaneously, at least according to the website. And then when they moved to Florida in 2011, Fort Myers actually didn't have a single craft beer place. So they were the very first one and they've been in business ever since. So a nice modest decade. And they've grown from, you know, being in the basement to having a four vessel, 10 barrel brew system with 90 60 and 20 barrel fermentation tank- tanks that sounds that sounds impressive I gotta I gotta be honest but uh, yeah this is one of uh, one of their beers and you know it seems like a pretty modest operation so without further ado I'm just gonna crack it open right now oh yeah <laughs> cheers to myself and to everyone else uh, by the way I think it goes without saying, Probably going to have a hard time finding this uh, outside of the Fort Myers area. So if you're in town, give it a shot. Uh, yep. Yep, this is your standard. This is a standard wheat beer. And it's interesting that I chose this uh, pretty simple, refreshing beverage to coincide with the movie I just watched. Because there is <laughs> absolutely nothing simple about Don't Look Up. Let me give you a little bit of context. Don't Look Up is the latest movie from the mastermind, Adam McKay. Now, if for some reason you're listening to this and you don't know who he is, I'm going to catch you up. Adam McKay was an SNL alum. He is uh, a longtime collaborator with a guy you probably have heard of, Will Ferrell. Let me just list a couple of things that these two have done together. Uh, Anchorman, Talladega Nights, Step Brothers, The Other Guys, The Campaign, Anchorman 2, The Legend Continues. And those are just the the Feral-led projects. They also uh, owned a production company called Gary Sanchez Productions, which created all those things I mentioned, plus the great website Funny or Die. By the way, Vince used to work for that website, so he knows that pretty well, and it also speaks to him being pretty funny. I digress. Uh, They also created Between Two Ferns, Eastbound and Down, Drunk History, and a show that people are upset that I'm not watching called Succession. Yeah, I'm not sure what kind of influence they're having on Succession, but their team is behind it. Why am I telling you all this? Will Ferrell's not in this movie. Well, I think there is a a point to that. Uh, Recently, Adam McKay has been in the news talking about his relationship with Ferrell, or should I say lack thereof? Yep, they're not friends anymore. Apparently, they have had a falling out that resulted in the shuttering of Gary Sanche- Sanchez Productions, so that's no more. And apparently, the root cause of this breakup is the new Adam McKay TV series about the Showtime Lakers. Apparently, Will Farrell really wanted to play Jerry Buss, and McKay picked John C. Riley instead. And according to him, it was mostly because of the fact that he looks like John C. Riley. Um, but apparently this pissed off Will Ferrell so much that they are not on speaking terms at all. Now, I personally think that there's way more to this story. There's no way that uh, <laughs> one role could possibly end a 25-year relationship. And uh, one that has generated over $830 million in box office revenue, but you know, I digress. It's just, it's just weird. And I think these two guys should get back together. Um, and I think that there's a, (laughs) there's a direct correlation between when they stop collaborating and possibly the quality of McKay's movies. Um, in case you did not know, he's made a pretty stark shift away from broad comedies most notably uh, in movies like The Big Short, which he won an Oscar for, for Best Adapted Screenplay. He was also nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Film Editing. And that was a good movie. I mean, I liked The Big Short. I didn't think it was uh, amazing, but it certainly had a point. Vice, I also saw and thought it was just okay. And that movie was nominated for seven Oscars. So, you know, Adam McKay has basically, he's leveled up. He's not just doing, you know, movies like Step Brothers, which are some of the funniest movies that have ever been made. He really wants to take bigger swings and certainly he (laughs) has taken a pretty big one with Don't Look Up, which I should probably just get into now. This movie stars Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Meryl Streep, Jonah Hill, Tyler Perry, that's right. He's not in drag this time, folks. Kate Blanchett, Ron Perlman, The Boy, Timothy Chalamet, uh, Mark Rylance. I mean, this is a this is very similar to when the Yankees used to just acquire the most expensive free agents and try to buy a World Series. Um, and similarly, I don't think that this one is going to win the championship. Um the the premise is basically that uh, DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence are two uh, astronomers who notice that a large comet is coming directly to Earth, and they quickly deduce that this is not even a comet. It's more of a it's more of an asteroid that's going to absolutely devastate the planet. Now, I will also say this: these astronomers work. Michigan State University. Shout out to Chris Anthus. And not shout out to Vince because he can't stand the Spartans. So I'm not sure how the Michigan faithful feels about Michigan State being the institution that discovers <laughs> a world-ending catastrophe. I mean, that's got to kind of stick in the craw of Wolverines fans and, and students alike. But you know, I don't really have a dog in that fight. So I'm just going to throw that out there and you can create your own context from it. After this happens, they, um, they being DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence, they try to go on a cable news show <laughs> called The Morning Dip, which is just <laughs> hilariously named. Oh, actually, it's The Morning Rip. I digress. Um, it's definitely a, a satire of how people watch the news. And it's, uh, it's a winning satire, I have to say. It's, those are some of the funnier scenes in the movie when it's, you know, Tyler Perry and Kate Blanchett kind of cracking wise, doing bullshit. But the point is that uh, they don't take this very seriously. They, um, Leonardo DiCaprio is playing a guy who's pretty nervous and he's kind of pathetic. He's got a, you know, a pretty boring life and he's not... He's not very charismatic. It's pretty much like the exact opposite of what we come to think of Leo. I don't think he's ever played a guy like this. Um, and there's some Leonis that comes out at the end, but basically they just position this very poorly. Um, in particular, Leo's character, who's just not very good at the media thing. And Jennifer Lawrence is is pretty good at it, but she's not polite. She's, she doesn't want to do any of the you know, the polite BS of, uh, you know, television news. So they basically get dismissed. They also um, only go because they were previously dismissed by the president of the United States, played by the one and only Meryl Streep. God bless her. She's fantastic. She's really always been fantastic. They basically go to the White House and are delayed for an entire day from meeting with her. They basically shrug it off and they say, Well, we can't really afford this right now because we're, you know, in the middle of, you know, a re-election cycle. But conveniently, um, later on they change their mind because they are dealing with a political scandal that's eerily similar to the Brett Kavanaugh scandal. They decide actually this would be a welcome distraction. But the point is that they're ignoring just uh, <laughs> The root issue, which is that we're all gonna die. Even Jennifer Lawrence's character becomes a like internet sensation uh, because she says we're all gonna die in a very aggressive way on television, and people just turn that into a joke. This movie is not subtle. Okay, this is a movie about climate change. This is a movie about um, the politicalization of news media. Really, it's it's mostly about how, you know, (laughs) how Adam McKay's cynical worldview is painted through the lens of the story. And I think part of the reason it's getting kind of shitty reviews from some people is that this is a little, this is a touchy subject right now. It's not something that people are really, really not wanting to engage with. And I think that that is affecting the view of the movie. If you just look at it as, you know, a satire comedy. I think that it's it's fairly good. There's a lot of very funny moments in this movie. It's a a wide wide journey that the astronomers go on. You know, Leo's character kind of becomes the Dr. Fauci poster child of what is basically called like cometism. And again, not subtle, but there's people that don't even believe that the comet is coming. There's some people that think that it's a hoax. And uh, there's also, there's a company that's frequently referenced throughout the movie called Bash, that's a very thinly veiled analogy for Apple. And they have one of these, you know, eccentric CEO types who thinks that they can, you know, profit off of the asteroid once he figures out that it's made of like precious metals. So, you know, he is also... Like influencing the, the politics of the president and the decisions of the president, which once again, it's a, a pretty direct on the nose commentary of how politicians can be, um, you know, influenced with money. And this is something that Adam McKay has been pretty locked in on for quite a while. You know, if you're if you're surprised by this or if this is something that's brand new to you, you probably haven't seen any of the Adam McKay dramatic films. But you know, it's uh, <laughs> the the bash stuff. I actually thought was pretty entertaining. I I wrote down in my notes that it was a a funnier die version of Apple. It kind of felt that way. Certainly some of the some of the commercials. But you know, there's just a lot of uh, aggressive commentary in this movie on you know both tech companies like Apple, on politics, on you know pretty much everything. <laughs> there's there's two scenes where the main characters have, you know, full-blown meltdowns on live television. And in particular, Jennifer Lawrence's character kind of gets screwed over, and it's not a coincidence that she is rarely seen or heard as a female character. I think that was definitely very intentional. You know, this is a this is a real cynical movie. This, this is a movie that doesn't really paint a uh, a great picture of you know how things are going, and you know Adam McKay kind of wants you to feel that way. It seems like he's pretty he's pretty riled up about a lot of things, and I I definitely felt <laughs> felt a lot of uh, a lot of things being being brought into the scene. So let's talk about what worked. What worked is I thought that uh, Leo playing against type was pretty interesting. Uh, he doesn't usually. Played like the downtrodden, pathetic dude. Uh, he was very good at that. It was great to see Jennifer Lawrence in a big movie again. I feel like she's kind of had, she's had a strange run lately. She hasn't been in a lot of stuff. Last time I saw her in a movie was uh, in Mother, which uh, I went to see in the theater on a date. And that was a bad idea. Okay, I'll just, <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Jonah Hill not my favorite Jonah Hill performance by any stretch you know he he's basically you know playing for laughs, and it it doesn't always land. I think that by far the person having the most fun in this movie is Meryl Streep as the president. she's fantastic and it felt like she really was having a lot of fun with this one she doesn't she doesn't really get to do things like this um I mean she's done everything but like she's. She doesn't get to be like, you know, the center of attention joke-wise. And I thought you did a pretty good job. If you're uh if you're a Chalamet uh super fan, don't uh don't get your hopes up. He doesn't show up till the latter third of this film, and it's a kind of a stupid part, so I don't really think that Chalamet people will be too too pumped about that. And, you know, I'm kind of on the fence about him to begin with, so he didn't really make a break the the film you know it's not a spoiler to say that this movie uh does not have a happy ending i mean it's pretty much in the in title <laughs> you know that you know that this is going to end with the uh, the planet blowing up because of you know human negligence i will say that they did wrap up the uh leo storyline pretty well without spoiling too much he kind of goes through the car wash cycle of you know Becoming famous, getting an ego about it, and then having a fall from grace that he, you know, learns from. I think that they handled that part well. Overall, I'm going to give this movie a uh, a three and a half out of five. Tom's. It's a good movie. Uh, I enjoyed it. It's uh, definitely not a Christmas movie. I don't know if anyone was expecting that, but I think that if you are someone who's going to be you know, easily triggered by political themes, you should probably skip it. But if you can uh, look at it for what it is, which is a a satire and you know an attempt at making something funny out of something that's very not funny, then I think this is a, a movie for you. And certainly, you know, Adam McKay, you got you got to hand it to him. Uh, he is not afraid of saying how he feels, and I don't think it's an accident either that. Leo wanted to be in this movie uh, because he is very passionate about climate change and the environment. And, you know, the allegory is, is quite obvious in Don't Look Up. Uh, as far as this beer, I'm also going to give it a 3.5. It is absolutely nothing like this movie. This beer is very uh, light, crisp, and refreshing. It does not yell things at you, it's not an angry beer. It's pretty simple. You know, in a way, this. <laughs> This movie, don't look up, is uh, it's kind of like a serious comedic version of Armageddon. You know, Armageddon. has <laughs> been um, it's a, it's a controversial movie, but it, that movie takes itself quite seriously, and this movie does not take itself too seriously. So that is as far as disaster movies go. It's uh, definitely unique in that genre. So. That's all i got to say about Don't Look Up. Check it out on Netflix if you watch it. Let me know what you think. And if you're in Fort Myers, check out this uh, Brewery Fort Myers Brewing Company. Um, I certainly will be be going back. I enjoyed this one. And I enjoyed uh, chatting with you all on whatever day you happen to be listening. Thanks for uh, going on this journey with me. I promise that I will not uh, devastate your world apocalyptically. Or, you know, any of the other (laughs) nonsense that happens in this movie. And Vince, if you're listening, I hope it did a good job. Uh, And your episode was fantastic. And I know you're going to be really, really locked in on this Michigan game later tonight, which I will be as well. So thanks again. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on Apple, Spotify. By the way, on Spotify, you can now do ratings. So give us that five star review. But until then, I'm Tom. This has been Friday Night Beers, where we have clear eyes, full can, must boost. Thanks a lot.